Ciao amici, Chef Jenner here, and thank you for returning for another episode of Jenner in Tuscany. Uh, I know it seems like my episodes get further and further apart, but I appreciate, uh, especially my loyal listeners, for tuning in and listening to what I say and feeling that what I say has value. As I mentioned before, I am far from going viral, but I appreciate the people that listen. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And I'm already laughing at myself because after my last episode, um, my wonderful sister calls me and she's like, you know, your podcast is wonderful, but you say, uh, a lot. And I'm sitting here talking to thin air, like I'm talking to myself for almost half an hour and it's hard you know this podcast thing is new to me so I say to anyone that might have that same criticism try it for yourself and for my wonderful sister who always 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 supports me and I mean this in a loving way uh (laughs) I know she's talking about me like a dog um but anyway the next thing I want to say is it's going on a month that my cafe is open. My cafe is finally open and that will be an episode in and of itself. But I have been having a wonderful time. I am so thankful it is finally open and I'm so thankful to all the wonderful people in the community around the cafe and in Colorado Springs in general who have supported me. It is growing, but uh, the support has been there. I've had a lot of neighbors in the neighborhood who have been following me, who have stopped by to congratulate me. I've had a wonderful friend who went on one of my tours, sent me a beautiful flower arrangement. My sister sent me some wonderful flowers and business is growing. So I appreciate everybody who's been supporting me. And if you haven't been to my cafe here in beautiful Colorado Springs, come visit me. Vivace Gourmet Cafe. It's my little corner of Italy here in Colorado Springs. Look me up. Come by and see me. Okay? Thank you. So, as I just said, life has been crazy for me in these past few weeks. I've had my cafe grand opening. I've had other things going on in the family business that I won't go into, but life has just been crazy for me in the past few weeks, and I am ready for a vacation. With that being said, uh, the topic of this episode is why do we travel? You know, growing up in my family, my father was not a big fan of travel. We took an occasional road trip down to Santa Fe, New Mexico. That was like one of our favorite destinations. Sometimes we would go on road trips in other places in Colorado, but when it came to traveling, like out in the other 50 states, unless it was an occasional visit to the family, we really didn't travel a lot. And it's not that we couldn't afford to travel, it's just that my father thought, well, Colorado Springs is beautiful as it is. Why would we want to go anywhere else? And like I said, most of our traveling involved weekend road trips in a close vicinity. But when I got into junior high school, my mother became a travel agent for a brief time. 
And we went on a couple of trips and we had a wonderful time, but she gave that up because the income was unpredictable and the benefits weren't that great. And eventually she took a wonderful job with the city so she could get great benefits for our family since my father was self-employed with his barbershop. And when I was in high school, I won a trip to London from the radio station here in Colorado Springs. And that was the first time I got to cross the ocean. And I think that's really when I caught the travel bug. But then I went off to college and I started working for myself and travel kind of took a back seat for me again until I got my 30s. And then I moved to Florida and I started going on trips again, like down to Miami or Puerto Rico or something like that. And that's when I really got the travel bug again. And right now, if someone were to tell me that I couldn't ever travel again, I swear I would need some hellified medication and a really good therapist, okay? I love travel. Travel makes me feel alive. And the thing is though, I know so many people that don't travel. For example, I know people that are scared to fly and that's the reason that they don't travel. Uh, I know people that are scared to drive For example, when I lived in Florida, in the Tampa Bay area, I guess in the late 80s, maybe early 90s, there was some big accident where a ship ran into the bridge that connected uh, mainland Tampa Bay to southern Tampa Bay, I guess, in the Sarasota area. And that's the way you drive to Miami. And I know people who were born and raised in the Tampa Bay area who never drove down to Miami because they were scared to go across that rebuilt bridge because of the accident that happened in the 80s and 90s. And while I kind of understand the fear, I think living in fear is a terrible thing, you know? Like for example, the people that are scared of flying. Confession folks, I'm scared of flying. I don't like flying and when we hit turbulence, I need a drink. You know, and sometimes I've even been known to ask to hold the person's hand next to me. But the way I see it is that if I don't fly, I get I don't get to see wonderful places like London, like Italy, like Puerto Rico, like the Dominican Republic, like the Bahamas, like all the other wonderful places that I've been to in my lifetime. I don't have time to take a ship or to drive, so I have to fly. And I fight through the fear. Like I said, I have a cocktail. I talk to the person next to me. I meditate. I get through that fear of flying. So I understand the fear, but sometimes you've got to fight through the fear in order to get to something better. So again, asking the question, why do we travel? I'm a spiritual person. I'm not super religious and I'm not a Muslim, but I remember one night watching Rick Steves. He quoted the prophet Muhammad and the prophet Muhammad said, don't tell me about the books you've read. Tell me about the places you've traveled. And I agree with that. Travel is an education. You get to meet other people, learn other cultures, eat different foods. You get out of your comfort level when you travel and travel is an education. And I think that's why I love traveling so much. Uh, Some of the benefits of travel, mental therapy. You know, some people go to a therapist and talk once a week. I go travel 
when I am walking through Italy, I just feel like I am in a parallel universe. And that's what I like to imagine. Like, this is my life now. This is where I live. And, you know, sometimes I feel like if I keep visualizing it, one day it's actually going to happen. When my sister calls me and I'm in Italy, she's like, wow, you sound like a completely different person because you sound so relaxed and so happy. And I am. Uh, one of the things that I do more when I am in Italy is I commune with nature. And neurologists show that there is a proven benefit for people that get outside at least half an hour a day. And when I'm here in Colorado, working at my cafe or taking care of the other family businesses, I can safely say I do not get out of outside, you know, half an hour a day. And on the weekends, I try to get outside half an hour a day, but on the weekends, I, I admit, I get bogged down doing laundry watching F1, watching soccer, when my butt should be outside. But when I'm on vacation, I would say safely that I probably spend at least 60% of my days outside if the weather permits. Another benefit of travel is I am usually more social. You know, I get out there, I meet people, I get to talk people, I get invited to places that I normally wouldn't get to go. I eat foods that I normally wouldn't eat. You know, you get out there and you take risks and it's fun. It, it's just fun. So, and you don't have to go overseas to do that. Say for example, if you live in the United States and you've never been to Louisiana, for example, go to New Orleans or Baton Rouge or someplace like that. You know, if I'm living here in Colorado and I don't get to go up to Cripple Creek or maybe I want to go up to Denver for a day, it doesn't take flying across an ocean to meet a new culture or make a new habit or go a new place or eat a new food. And that's one thing that travel opens the door for us. Okay, so with that being said, if you are one of those people who is still maybe pondering traveling to Europe this summer, you are late. Uh, I always look at websites just for my own information and my own research. And I've been looking at the Airbnbs, the VRBOs, the booking.coms, and Yes, they still have places available if you're looking to travel anywhere in Europe over summer, but they have the expensive places left. All the reasonably priced places are taken. And according to what I've seen on the news, and again, I watch a lot of BBC news. I also watch a lot of Rye Italia news. They are expecting travel, foreign travel rates to be back up to the 2019 levels this summer. So you are going to encounter crowds when you travel, which is why everything is already booked. So if you're not that person that can put up with the crowds, or if you are the procrastinator who waited entirely too late, you may want to look at something later in the year. Like for example, you get dirt cheap rates for traveling to Italy in August. But in August, it's hotter than blazes in Italy. So you may regret that decision, but you'll get a hell of a good rate when you travel. And also a lot of businesses are closed in August. 
especially in Italy, because that's when Italians go on vacation to somewhere that's cooler. So even Italians think Italy is too hot in August, okay? So then what do you do if you've waited too late? Like I said, either look for something later on in the year, like maybe try to travel in October, uh, which again, October is also kind of crowded because October is a very popular month to travel in Europe in general because it's harvest season. You know, people have harvested grapes in several countries like France, Germany, Italy. It's also harvest as far as food is concerned. There's a lot of food festivals going on like in Italy, Germany, France. So if you are not in the mood for all of that, consider a staycation, you know, go to a neighboring city in your state, maybe go to the neighboring state, do some camping, camping's not your style, do some glamping. There's lots of wonderful places right here in the United States that you can go to if you're not planning on traveling internationally, but I'm telling folks, get a start on it now. And if you haven't started it already, you're almost already too late. So what do you do if you know that you want to go to Europe and you are too late for this spring, summer season? Start planning for next year. Procrastination never pays off when it comes to vacations. Now, of course, you know, this is my opportunity to plug my tours. That's right, folks. So I still have a few seats left here in Sprezzatura. Uh, spring in Tuscany, and that is June 5th through June 12th. And you have up until May 5th to reserve a seat with me, folks. So it is not too late. And like I said, they are expecting travel to be up back up to the 2019 travel levels. And there is a lot going on this spring in Tuscany because all the activities that they couldn't do for the past two years because of COVID are returning. Uh, the Green Pass regulations are being relaxed a little bit. However, in Italy, they probably still require that you wear masks inside, even though masks are not required outdoors, but all the fun activities are outdoors, like the best nightclubs to go to in in Florence anyway, are outside and they get started around May or June. You know, you can just go walking around the street. There's Forenza Rocks, which is taking place for the first time in two years. And guys, I'm so excited. I get to see red hot chili peppers in Florence. Oh my gosh, you have no idea. And then wait, 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 it gets better. And for those of you who don't know who he is, I'm sorry, but they have Nas, the legendary rapper Nas. And this is a rapper from the 80s, 90s, you know, a rapper that makes sense, who actually has a message that you can understand what he's saying. Nas is playing with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So that just like doubles my excitement. There is Men's Fashion Week that takes place during the time that Sprezza Tour is going on. So there's so much going on in the city. When we are not wine tasting in the daytime, you can be out in the city having fun at nighttime. Okay, so like I said, there's still seats left for Sprezza Tour springtime. Then there's the Fall Foodies Edition, October 2nd through 9th. And 
that's when the weather is cooling down. So if summer heat is not your thing, come with us in the fall. It is a completely different atmosphere in Tuscany when you go in the fall time. Uh, we'll go truffle hunting. I went truffle hunting for the first time last October. It was amazing. It was so wonderful to just be able to take a nice long walk out in nature, you know, watching that cute little dog spaz out when he found a truffle. And the lunch that we had after was just so amazing. So you guys look at my website for that one. And then I also want to announce that there is the new Sprezzatura spring time in Tuscany next year. That is going to be June 4th through June 11th, 2023. And I am opening reservations for that tour May 15th. Now, as for all tours, um, there is a maximum of 10 travelers. You can either choose to join other travelers or you can book the tour yourself with a minimum of six people. So I'll tell you right now, folks, I think because of this whole uh, war in the Ukraine, people are scared to travel abroad, but I live in Colorado Springs where NORAD is. And NORAD is where we watch all the nuclear arms. So if any place gets bombed in the United States, it's gonna be my city first, okay? I would rather be in Italy having a drink on a patio and get bombed than be here in my basement watching CNN freaking out and get bombed, okay? So don't be scared. You know, life is not a dress rehearsal. We only get one time to do this, folks. Do it right. With that being said, I want to go into like a little extra segment here as far as travel restrictions, mask mandates, etc., etc. Now, all through winter and up through spring, Italy has been doing the Green Pass. And from what I understand, they are relaxing the Green Pass regulations, meaning that for vaccinated travelers, as long as you are up to date on your shots, and I swear I sound like I'm talking about our dog. I don't even have a dog, but it sounds like you're talking about a dog. As long as you're up to date on your shots, meaning uh, both vaccination shots plus a booster. I don't think Italy is up to the fourth booster, or I'm sorry, the fourth shot, the second booster. But as long as you are vaccinated, uh, you don't have to do any of the COVID testing to fly into Italy. You just have to show your proof of vaccination. Unvaccinated travelers have to quarantine for five days, at least they had. I believe they are relaxing that regulation to where you just have to take a COVID test within 72 hours of arriving in Italy. I will double check on that and let you guys know on my next episode, okay? The other thing they are relaxing is the face mask rules where you will probably still have to wear a face mask indoors, but you can go without wearing the face mask outdoors. And the other thing that I want to emphasize to people is that even though the mask mandate has been struck down in airports and travel here in the United States, take your mask with you if you are traveling to Europe because Europe may not be following that policy, especially in Italy. I know that they will still be requiring masks 
in mass transits, like on trains, if you're flying on the airplane. So even though they may not require the mask here in the United States, they may require the mask once you get to a connection, say if you're traveling into France or Germany or something like that. So don't ditch the mask just yet, folks. So thank you again for tuning in to Jenner in Tuscany. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the few of you who listen to me faithfully. Uh, It really means a lot to me that you value what I have to say. Uh, Tune in for next episode. I sound like a soap opera, right? Tune in for the next episode. But my suitcase is out and I think I'm on the third or fourth packing And I want to share with you some of my packing tips that I have learned over the years that I employ when I am traveling to Italy. So tune in for that. Uh, This episode this evening has been fueled by Sky Vodka. It is not a Russian vodka, folks. It is a vodka, I believe, that's made right here in the United States. And dragon fruit nectar that I got from Costco. The combination together is just fabulous, darlings. So until next episode, again, it'll be my traveling and packing tips. You will want to listen to that because I feel like I have some really wonderful ideas that will help you when you're traveling on your next trip, wherever you go. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to me. Uh, Please share this podcast with your friends, like and share with your friends. I am 10 ads away from sponsorship. Okay, and that means that I get to incorporate ads and I get to get paid for it. So please, like I said, share, 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 share with your friends and like this podcast. And also, if you would like to contribute to the support of this podcast, I have enabled listener support. So your donations are welcome because when I go to Italy, uh, I will be in Italy for about three weeks and I will be taking this show on the road, folks. I am going to have special features. I am going to have cooking segments. I'm going to interview some of my friends there. I'm going to have live video podcasts of certain things. And now that Spotify has started letting me upload videos. It is going to be pretty much a video podcast through the month of June and you don't want to miss it. So share this with your friends. Thank you so much. Ci vediamo in Tuscany. Ciao, ciao, ciao.